And that very loud music <laughs> means that it's time for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide, Abram Pilch. Abram, are you there? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Dude, you were rocking tonight, man. <laughs> you were having fun over there. I am. <laughs> that, that night cool must be working. <laughs> yes. Oh. I'm, a little, I'm a little ill. Just a little. And, and you have a big week coming up next week for you, man. A week from... Oh, well, I have a week to recover. Yes. A week from a week from today, I'm flying out to San Francisco for Intel Developer Forum. In addition to Intel Developer Forum, where we expect to see some cool things uh, related to new the new Intel chips that are coming out and um, obviously, hopefully learn some more about Intel's strategies for things like, um, you know, perceptual computing and, you know, 3D cameras and things like that. Uh, on the Monday that I'm supposed to be there, fingers crossed that, um, fingers crossed that nothing happens to cancel this, I'm supposed to get a lab tour uh, uh, at MetaView. Uh, out in their office, which is near somewhere in Northern California, near Stanford. I still have to figure out how I'm going to get there. I have to rent a car. But uh, there, uh, astute readers will, will recognize that MetaView makes the MetaPro glasses, which I tried on at CES 2014, which are the coolest uh, wearable uh, computing device I've ever tried. Uh, it creates a really complete immersive virtual world and augmented reality world around you. They were sort of in really alpha state when I saw them in January, and I'm supposedly going to their office to see how it's coming along. So that's the benefit of being the online editorial director for Tom'sGuide.com and TheLaptopMag.com. And of course, you can follow all my adventures on those two sites and through my Twitter account at Geek in Chief. Very good. Now, let's be honest, Abram. All of that's a front. You're starring in a new blockbuster Hollywood film with Martin Scorsese and Matthew McConaughey. Let's not lie that to is, ourselves. Stop it. Huh. Enough. That is true. It, 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 is called, it is called The Deleted. <laughs> All right. Uh, Abram, spot on, dude. How wow. did that just happen? That was awesome. Dude. This is why I love you, man. This is this is the best thing ever. You are a delight and a gentleman. The, the, oh, thanks. The thing that we have the most fun at, and to be to be honest with all the folks, a little insider info. The thing that we have the most fun with at my office, where we've got, where we are one of the few tech publications to actually have an office, which is awesome. You know, I sit in an open newsroom with like ten different people, which is fantastic. It couldn't be better, uh, and. You know, we just try and help each other come up with puns all day long, you know, so we kind of try and, you know, out, out pun each other. Now, Michael Andronico, who's our associate editor, he is like the pun master and he and I are kind of sometimes compete on this score. But if I am trying to come up with a headline for something that people want to click, you know, I'll... Uh, we will we will debate that for a while. And Cherie is always the Cherie Smith, who's been on this program before, is always the toughest audience. We can't get her. It's hard to get her to laugh because her boyfriend's a comedian. So it's like she's got very high standards. I was gonna say, and she will reserve her input to come up with the best one-liner, and she'll wait until <laughs> everyone else is done, and then she'll be, and then you'll be like, "What do you think, Cherie? Well, it should be this," and she'll just stun you with one. You're like, "That's the one. We gotta go with that." That's, that's where <laughs> yeah, we're at. That, that's true. <laughs> yep. So. Oh, very good. Well. We should get you guys 
to come down for the pun panel at oh. one of the one of the conventions. That'd be amazing. Uh, whenever, the three, whenever the three thousand brigade performs, they uh they often will have host a number of panels at the convention. One of the ones they do is a pun panel, uh, which is sometimes painful but always awesome. Yeah, it's it's a lot of head scratchers, but the purpose is to be as punny as possible, and it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about there's an event here in New York called the Punderdome or something where you compete. <laughs> We've actually talked about going to. There's some bar that holds it, where we do where we, where we should go to do it. I I'm so about that. That would be awesome. We, we've got to we, make that a reality. But yes, we have we have tech things to talk we about. Do. Sorry, we do. We could do a show about just stories for hours, but we can't right now. We have a time crunch, and you are going to talk to us about some Labor Day savings, so to speak. Yes. So you know, it's not all fun and games. This is Labor Day weekend, and it reminds us that we labor pretty hard all year long, and we want to do things to make our lives a little bit easier and ourselves more productive, but they don't have to be expensive. So I thought I would talk about some of the items that you can get uh, that I personally have enjoyed, uh, upgrade, some of the upgrades you can get for your technology that are going to make your tech life that much easier and therefore make yourself that, that much more productive. Uh, some of the most obvious ones, you may be shocked to hear how inexpensive they are in this day and age. Um, upgrading your RAM is an obvious one. If you've got four gigabytes or less of RAM, you really got to get to eight. If you have eight, that's probably good enough for most things, particularly on a laptop. But if you can afford to go from that eight to 16, you can create a RAM disk which means you actually use a portion of your RAM as a hard drive. We have a tutorial on how to do this on Laptop Mag, and that is faster than the fastest SSD. So what does it cost? Going up about four gigabytes, this is without any sales, usually is about $40. Um, and going up to eight is maybe 70 to $80. Again, depending on whether you need to get a single chip or dual chips uh, for, and whether you're on desktop or laptop. If you don't know what type of chip you need, um, the best thing to do is to go to an online RAM configurator. There's one on the homepage of crucial.com uh, for crucial memory. Doesn't mean you have to buy the memory from them or buy crucial memory because you may find a better deal elsewhere, but they have a really great database showing you what you need. Um, speaking of the, nut, the next big upgrade, we've talked for years about how SSD, going from a hard drive to SSD, is the best upgrade you can make for your computer. So if you're still on hard drive, oh man, if you've been holding out and waiting, now is your time. Because SSDs have finally gotten really cheap if you upgrade yourself. If you buy a computer with an SSD, unfortunately, as we've mentioned a few weeks back, uh, the manufacturers have a tendency to gouge you. I guess we should but, preface this, Avram. These are all things we're saying tonight that are things you should do pretty much on your own and don't do them through the online configurators on like HP's website, Lenovo's website, Dell's website. Aftermarket, aftermarket upgrades. Yeah, they're cheap so. as aftermarket, but you'll probably get beaten into submission if you try and do it at the time. Yes. So if you already have a computer or you're buying one and then you don't feel you're not uh, too afraid to open it up, which you shouldn't be. You want to buy these from a site like Amazon or Newegg um, uh, and, and do the upgrade yourself. 
which is really not difficult. And we actually have some tutorials that are uh, new tutorials that are going up on Laptop Mag specifically on how to upgrade your RAM and SSD going up on Tuesday. But um, SSDs, give me, give me a guess. What is the least expense? How, how inexpensively can you purchase a 128 gigabyte SSD? Any guesses? $74. Scott? Um, cause I believe I just ordered one for that price not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, for for what size? 128. For 128. A, for a 128. Um, last I checked, they were like 85 cents a gig. So if we're talking about it, it must mean that they've come down. So, yeah, I'm thinking probably in somewhere in the 70 to 80 range. So that's what I'm, that's that's a good that's a good estimate. You could seventy to eighty dollars. You can definitely get one hundred twenty eight gig. However, I found one. I wouldn't say this is this is the exception for fifty five dollars on wow. Newegg, uh, just just before a Sandisk, uh, which is really not a bad brand of SSD for one hundred twenty eight. Uh, you can get a two fifty six for as little as one hundred and ten dollars. Wow. And you can get a five twelve for as little as two hundred and fifteen dollars. Uh, for an SSD. Now, uh, the ones that I'm talking about for 110 and uh, and 215 are crucial brand uh, that are that I found on Newegg. Um, I'm sure you could find it. There are other deals. Or, uh, there are other similar deals around, uh, but the performance should be more than more than excellent, uh, and the reliability should be more than excellent to to go that route. Another thing, a lot of people don't know. And I personally bought this upgrade for my new for my new laptop. If your laptop has a flash cache in it, which means it has one of those 16 gig or 32 gig or maybe even 8 gig caches for your hard drive that's a flash cache, you can replace that. It's an mSATA, known as an mSATA or potentially an M2, depending on the generation. You just got to look it up on a configurator um, chip. You can buy those chips uh, equally cheaply, and you can buy 128 or 256 gigabyte chip to go in there and be an SSD for you. So um, my laptop came with an empty spot for that, and I bought um, an M2 SSD for $80. Uh, that's 128 gig that I'm going to stick in there um, to be a second drive for myself. So that's, you know, so it's really inexpensive to go to SSD. And if you have one of those slots, you can actually have a hard drive in your uh, main slot and an SSD in your M SATA slot on your laptop, and you can have the best of both worlds. Um, similarly, uh, there's nothing quite like having multi-monitor if you don't already have it. And if you do already have it, there's nothing quite like having a bigger, higher resolution monitor. Well, you can now get an HD monitor, a 1920 by 1080 monitor, 21, 22 inches for as little as $100. And if you're willing to go up to $150, Definitely, you can get a really high-quality monitor, 23, 24 inches. If you're willing to go up to, say, 200, 215, you can go a little bit higher than HD and get something like a 1920 by 1200, which is what the resolution that my monitor is, and get more screen real estate is great, bigger windows. Now, what happens if you have a laptop and you only have one video out? No problemo. You, uh, you go buy yourself a dock. There are a number of docks from companies such as Targus, that allow you through one USB connection to add, to dock everything, your keyboard, your mouse, multiple USB ports, 
and two monitors and with two monitor DVI HDMI attachments for maybe eighty dollars. So uh, so really inexpensive to buy that dock and make your make your laptop that that much more functional. Um, now you you also want to make yourself more functional. So here's a, here's a little something. Don't cheap out and buy a crappy keyboard. Buy yourself a good keyboard. What I have here and I've been using for years is a mechanical keyboard, right? And a mechanical keyboard uh, gives you a lot better tactile feedback, and they're not that expensive. Um, this one here that I use is a Unicomp, and it's seventy-nine dollars. Uh, many others buy um, buy ones uh, that are either known as Cherry MX Blue or Cherry MX Brown switch keyboards. Brown are quiet, blue are springy. Mine are red. Uh, red are better for gaming, um, and some some like those. I'm a big clicky guy, so I like Unicomp because it uses the old IBM buckling spring technology. They're the only ones that do. But um, there's also Cherry Cherry Blue, which is clicky. Uh, that's what I'm using at work. If you can bear the noise and your spouse doesn't get upset, I find it's, uh, 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 or they just can just get used to it like my wife has. Um, I find it's a superior typing experience. And if you can type faster, you can work faster. And so uh, your life improves just as it does from getting an SSD that makes it faster to load things and boot and all those things where you're sitting waiting. Right. So anything you can do to make yourself more productive and efficient uh, these upgrades, all really inexpensive, um, can help you get there. Now, Avril, let me ask you a question. We have a question in from the chat room at f5live.tv slash join us. Yep. Someone wants to know, since we're talking about keyboards, we figured the, you I, – I consider you like the keyboard connoisseur. I feel like you have a room – when you're going to move here to the Hamptons next month or whenever you're moving, um, you're going to end up with like a, a wine cellar for keyboards. And just like, oh, this it's is It's funny the, that you mentioned that because I actually do have one. Like <laughs> – Wine cellar might be a little bit strong, but closet, yeah. Like I, I've been cleaning out my closet. I keep a collection. Uh, it's kind of I kind of pared it down to make space, but I keep a collection of old of old vintage keyboards in there. Sometimes, yeah. So 19, I have a few IBMs. Nineteen eighty one uh, IBM K seventy three. This is of the uh, Chinese Model A type. <laughs> And what you'll notice is when you press the space bar, it has the nostalgia of an old keyboard, but the feel of modern contemporary. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, we have a question, though. <laughs> yep. Any keyboards that have soft keys that you would recommend? Soft keys? You mean like rubberized keys? Yes, I think so. Mm, you mean like to be waterproof? That's Or that's, or are they soft like not clicky? Is that what we're I think, for? I think they're talking about not clicky. Uh, not soft surface, but soft touch. Soft touch. Non, non-clicky. Uh, okay. Right. So what I would recommend is uh, there's a couple of companies that make really, really good keyboards using uh, the Cherry Brown switch. You, what you, the Cherry Brown switch, Cherry uh, and Cherry compatible switches come in different colors. You can't tell from looking at it. That's what, if you pry up the key, you'll see a different color switch. And they're actually a standard across the industry that most of the mechanical keyboard vendors use. So um, what I like, uh, Rosewell, which is the house brand for Newegg, makes the RK9200, which is a good brand. And you can buy that in blue, which is my clicky preference, or brown. So I would get it with brown if you want something quiet. Um, also, uh, Cooler Master and Corsair. 
uh, make some nice ones. I think Corsair, it's the K70 is a nice yep. one. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. And uh, Cooler Master uh, make, makes a couple. Of the uh, One thing also to keep in mind, which is kind of cool, if you want something that's somewhat portable, like let's say you want to stick in your laptop bag and take it to the hotel with you, you can buy what's called a 10 keyless keyboard, which means it doesn't have the numeric keypad on the end. So it's a lot, it's a bit thinner and lighter to fit in a bag. Uh, and, uh, you know, I would recommend that for that purpose. But you should be able to get a Brent Cherry Brown Switch keyboard for $80 or less. Uh, the RK9200 is one example, and the uh, K70 is another example, though I think the K70 is quite a bit more. Uh, the other neat thing about the, if you get something with cherry switches is you can buy replacement keycaps. Right. So you can buy colorful keycaps and replace them and make them look like Legos or whatever you want to do. You can style it. So that's kind of cool. Very cool stuff. I want Lego keyboard. Lego. Except that seems yeah. like because the the most painful thing in the world is to Step accidentally over. hit a Lego. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I want a Lego key. The more that I Actually, think about it. I think they're more like Lego color than Lego Lego uh, textured. Oh, uh, well, that's at least that's good. But uh, yeah, Rosewell I think sells them in like the Lego color keycaps that you can get. But uh, you know that's that's all cutesy stuff, which is which is cool. But <laughs> what what you real what you really want is to decide what type of a what type of a mechanics, what type of a switch you want. And brown is the quiet one that a lot of people like. Some like red, although red is more preferred for gaming than typing. Um, blue is blue is clicky, but doesn't actually require as much force as brown. And then Unicomp keyboards use a very special clicky uh, switch that is only available. That is the original IBM one that you can only get from Unicomp. And I love that the connoisseur term for this is clicky. I think I, that's <laughs> to me that proves that it's real. It's a clicky keyboard. It's fantastic, Abram. As always, uh, great stuff. Great upgrades. Definitely get yourself some RAM and an SSD, but don't ever, ever get it on a, a the manufacturer website. Just order the stuff, like you said, from Amazon, Newegg, Tiger Direct, if you guys know what that is. Um, yep. <laughs> and go ahead and, and order through there. Do it yourself, even on a laptop. It's a lot simpler than you think. It, it, gener it generally is. You generally will save money. Uh, you know, every now and then, again, like in my case, it was like $20 more to buy it from the manufacturer, and I didn't want to have to bother, so I did it. But honestly, it's usually a lot cheaper to, to do it yourself. Very good. All right, Abram, we'll give them your contacts one more time, and uh, if anyone's got an old, um, uh, an old typewriter keyboard that they can send over your way to add to your collection, <laughs> I'll make sure I, I find you one. Sometimes people hand them to me. A friend, my, my friend gave me a couple. Um, so uh, my, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at @geekinchief. Read all my articles at laptopmag.com or tomsguide.com. Very good stuff, Abram. I'm shaking my head in both dismay and uh, astonishment at at, <laughs> at this whole keyboard thing. I really am. And we I, will. Uh, I we'll, might have to take a picture of the keyboards in the closet just outside the studio yep. when the show's done to send you. Okay. <laughs> and then, with that said, we will talk to you next week, Abram. Talk to you next week. Ciao.